Hi, everyone. Welcome to Leader to Leader with Jennifer Zock. Today, I'm in conversation with Elaine Frost, a senior leader of a training team with Medirev, a Tegria company. Elaine has a BA from California State University and is joining me today from the Treasure State, Montana. There is so much I'm excited to tell you about in this conversation and the huge difference somatic awareness tools have made for Elaine, her team, and her organization. But there is nothing like hearing a story firsthand, so let's jump in. Hi, Elaine. Thanks for being a guest on my show today. You're welcome, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so you have been practicing somatic awareness in your role as a leader now for a while. Can you tell the listeners what difference that has made for you and your team thus far? Yeah, I sure can. You know, I was didn't really know what I was getting into when I was learning about um, somatic awareness, but I've been so pleasantly surprised. You know, a lot of times when I've tried to improve my leadership skills, reading a book or, you know, making a list or that kind of thing. And, and this type of, of new awareness and skills really um, has gotten me in touch with how I'm communicating, how I'm coming across, and then more aware of how um, my team is perceiving me and how they're responding back to me. And as you know, in this time of working from home and um, everyone being apart, all of those, it, all of those feelings and, and picking up on cues for others has really um, become more important. We're not sitting next to people. So um, really gearing in on how I'm feeling and how my body's responding to things and the skills that you've given me to um, take that and then turn it into um better communication back has really uh, benefited my team and me as well. What has been your favorite tool to apply? Um, let's see. Well, as you know, I, I the t- during the time that we were together, I was actually in some difficult communication um, conversations. It wasn't just easy, easy going. And so, so some of the skills where I needed to pause um, focus on something positive, really um, listen to my body and get it to, you know, focus on what I was feeling, get it to calm down so that I wasn't overreacting or reacting, you know, that I was able to really um, be more of a leader and and respond back in a more positive and helpful way rather than just from coming from emotion. Mm-hmm. And when you say that it helped you, you know, to calm your body down. What exactly did that feel like? Well, I, um, you know, any kind of anxiety or, or feeling, um, um, as if I'm being pointed out on something, I don't know, anything negative goes into my stomach and it, you know, it, it really, it causes my whole body to tense up and really, really, um, I feel the pain in my stomach. And so Mm. as I was able to get in touch with those feelings um, and focus on something positive, 
I could just feel the, all of that anxiety releasing from my body so that, um, and surprisingly, it always went away quickly within a couple of minutes where if before, if I just left myself in that state, it would remain for the rest of the day. I would continue to have um, some negative feelings within me, you know, coming through my body out to how I was communicating for the whole rest of the day, whether I was in a tough conversation or not. And that's not helpful at all. So really um, putting in perspective and being able to deal with and leave behind um, those negative feelings really could, I could reset my day as many times as I needed to. That's huge. And what you described there is a very natural threat response. And by calming your system down, you were able to reorient to a place of curiosity. Yes. And more openness. What Absolutely. did you what did you notice with your team? How did they respond to that new behavior from you? Well, I could see that they in turn, you know, if if my emotions and my tone and my words were calming down, um, they would as well. You know, people kind of meet you where you are or you tend to meet them where they are. And with the, if I've got the tools to calm myself down, I wasn't going to meet someone that was ramping up or, or becoming more upset. In turn, I became um, the, the calming force in the conversation. And also throughout the day, you know, if you have one interaction with someone, whether you've got to just, you know, not necessarily negative, but you've got to just show them an opportunity or correct them on, them on something, that doesn't mean the rest of the day has to go that way. You know, you can just be done with that. And then when you come back together with that person, you're starting from a fresh point and there's no continual um, negativity between anyone. You can just keep going with, a, you know, a positive day. Yeah, that's really good because those that residual negative feeling can, if we don't process and do something about it, that can go on in forever and <laughs> yes. really poison relationships and our, our productivity as well. Absolutely. And, you know, really you're taking that into other areas where maybe there isn't anything negative. You jump into another meeting, but you're still kind of carrying that. So it's really just um, keeps you in the now, you know, you're able to finish and then restart and not take any of that with you. So you're starting fresh with all of your communication. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. What has been the biggest part of that? in terms of you and your team's productivity and overall contrib contribution to your organization's bottom line? Well, as you know, I like to um, pass on skills and things that I've learned, you know, and not only practice them, but pass them on. And as a leader of a training team, you know, I've, I'm, leading trainers who are, are working with new hires or people that um, need additional training. And so I really could see where if it's starting with me and I'm encouraging my lead, my trainers um, 
our communication's better. It's more positive, and I'm teaching them some of the skills that I've learned. They then can pass that on and use those skills in training situations. So they're, you know, they're representing the company better if it's a new hire. Um, you know, we're we're coming across better if it's someone that's um, has opportunities and we're helping them through. Maybe they've, you know, they've um, their productivity isn't good or they've received some kind of information from their boss where they need to see us, we can take the negativity out of that and just focus on the skills, trying to help them increase their skills and not, um, you know, help them feel more positive. We call it our safe zone. You know, when you're with us, you're in the safe zone that we want to help you get better. So I can really see um, all the skills that I've learned just branching out into all the ways that we train. And a lot of times we're their first contact with the company before they go to their team. And I really, you know, I want us to um, set that up right and be positive and helpful and, and let them know um, what kind of a good company that they've come to work for. Uh, and you said something really important regarding safe zone mm -hmm. because people learn better when they feel safe. So Absolutely. That you and your trainers are doing is going to have more impact. It's going to be stickier for the learner, all because you're creating a safe zone for them. Yes, thank you. That's that's so true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would you say to a leader that is maybe hasn't heard of? somatic awareness what would you what kind of benefits would you want them to know about and what would you encourage them to you know to try first just to experiment with this skill of somatic awareness hmm, that's a great question um you know I think I would talk to them about what they had been doing. Like I said, I'm the, the, you know, the queen of trying to read my way through something, read a book or, or listen to something. And that's, you know, in, in this case, it was such the practice, any little tip or skill um, that you helped me with. I got such quick results and good results that um, I would want them to, you know, even take one of the tips and, and start using it. Um, in their day and that they could see the results from that, that this is definitely a, a you know, a, pra a practice oriented um, type of skill where you see results and it's, you can see the benefits right away. You, you, as you know, when you immediately are feeling better, you know, you're coming across better and being a better leader and your responses are way better to people, you know, back to, um, to them. So I would just suggest, want them to dive in and, and take a skill or two and, and just give it a good try. You know, I was willing to try all kinds of different skills because, um, you know, they just would, you know, nothing was, there was nothing that was going to be negative. I knew that some maybe would work better than others, but I knew there was nothing that wasn't going, that was going to cause any problems. They were all helpful. It was just what was most helpful for me and the, my team and the type of um, communication that I do. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that you were able to do so well 
with this skill is because you brought that openness and curiosity with you. Yes, absolutely. This is, I was just so pleasantly surprised. I just love this kind of stuff, you know, where it's, it's tying together self-awareness with your leadership skills. It's not just um, grinding it out at work, but it's bringing yourself and really bringing, trying to bring your best self. And how can you do that um, all throughout the day? You know, and because and, we try to, we all try to be aware and be, you know, the best we can, but really um, these tools just were, are just so important and really um, made a difference for me. And I'm just thrilled with all of everything that you taught me. Well, that's great. And that's a great testament to the importance of somatic awareness. I'm on a mission to make it a well-known number one leadership skill because it just makes such a, a huge difference uh, through, uh, you know, for the leader, for the team and for the organization as a whole. Now, I do want to inquire about what was the biggest challenge for you in applying some of these skills and how did you overcome that challenge? Let's see. Well, you know, like I said, you know, I had some very challenging, some, some newer people I was working with temporarily and um, they were, their communication style was very um, aggressive and, you know, not, not what I was used to and not what I do well with, <laughs> Com- mm-hmm. you know, confrontation and, and, and them not being open to change at all, or were even really willing to listen. And I think, um, like I was saying a little bit before is really just trying to, um, throughout a long conversation with one of the people is not um, rising up myself to that level. Cause sometimes, you know, if someone's speaking loud to you or typing loud to you, um, you can rise to that to feel like that's the only way you can get your point across. But, um, you know, I stayed, um, it wasn't easy, but I, I was able to stay in um, that same place inside of me. I was aware of myself the whole time so that I was kind of waiting. Okay. If I, if I start to do that, I knew what to do. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, I wasn't going to be blindsided by, oh, darn it. I just was yelling for five minutes. Like I was kind of watching myself and feeling, you know, um, being aware of my body so that if that did start to come, I knew I would need to cut it short or reschedule or do something to go back to it. Um, You know, I wasn't perfect all the time, but I know, but by the end, I guess I, I was more aware of that. There were times when I would do that and then have to remember the skills afterwards. And so it's, you know, it is a process, but, um, if, if we're growing and learning these things, we're doing better than we were before, you know, so we're, we're getting there. And these, if it's a work situation, you're going to continue to continue to communicate with the same people. So you get some do-overs and you get to go back in and, and, um, reset with them, apologize, or just refresh, restate and get, get going from there. So, um, it's not easy, but your your connection to your body and how you're responding gets louder inside of you. Like you can hear it easier as you practice it more. 
and yes. you, you remember to do it. <laughs> right, right. That is the key, right? Yeah. <laughs> is remembering to do it and yes. practice and staying curious. Yes. If you were to relate somatic awareness to emotional intelligence, what would you say about that? Or do you think the two relate to one another? Absolutely. I think that they relate. Do you mean in terms of um, like being aware of your emotions and how you respond to things as far as an what do you mean by emotional intelligence? Sure. I think that emotional intelligence seems to be something that culturally we are well aware of. And to me, I think that the somatic awareness takes us to a deeper level okay. of emotional intelligence. And it's important, I think, for listeners for leaders in general to I think that it can help kind of fill the, the the learning gap between the two skills if we can make some sort of connection to what we already know about emotional intelligence. So let me ask it just a little different way. How, looking back now, now that you've been practicing for a while, how does somatic awareness, what you know about somatic awareness now, connect to what you've always known about emotional intelligence? I think that um, emotional intelligence, when I think of how I am, or if I'm watching other people, it's easy to say after the fact, oh, that was just me, that's how I am, or that's um, the type of person that I am. But this this awareness brings it into the now. You know, we talked about that a lot. It brings it into, so that I'm, I'm in charge of my emotions rather than just having them and saying, well, that's what I had to do at the time, or boy, that made me mad and I didn't have any other choice. You, but you're, you've got it in the moment. You have um, the option to use these tools and change the course of the communication and change the course of how it's having you feel. Change the course of your day, really. You know, you can um, do those resets, like I said. So it's not, it's not so much after the fact, but it's in the moment that you, you're more. Um, in charge of how you react and how things go for you through your day. And that's a great feeling. That is way better than just being, um, well, that's what happened. I was on the roller coaster and off it went. You're, you're the, the leader of the roller coaster. You know, you are able to guide yourself, therefore guide your team and, the, and people um, based on these skills. Can you share with our listeners what that that great feeling for you feels like inside. We talked earlier about how the not so great feeling shows up in your gut, but where do you feel the great feeling and what does that feel like? Um, it feels like, you know, it feels, it feels as good as being a trainer and when someone gets it and someone, you know, you're teaching them a very tangible skill 
this is how we do this, A, B, and C, and they get it. It's that same feeling that um, when you're connecting with someone, whether it's something hard or easy or scary or sad, but when you're, you've given them a place to, to share or connect with you and you're able to share things back that maybe aren't that easy, but you can do it and you, you haven't made anything worse. In fact, you've made it better, you know, and that, that just feels like confidence inside. It feels like accomplishment and it feels like you're doing a good job, you know, the job that you want to do for yourself and your company. So it, it feels great. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds very validating. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you said something really um, smart too about how we don't have to be hijacked by our emotions. Yes. (laughs) We have a choice because as we've talked about before, the body knows before the brain does. So if people can tap in and hear and be aware of those sensations, like you've learned, then they have a choice of whether they orient from threat or curiosity. And when you're coming from, from curiosity, like you said, you can reset your day at any point in time. Absolutely. And I've really been able to handle the uncomfortable better. I did not do the uncomfortable well because I would, the body would know, and then I would kind of shut down. But now I, with getting through uncomfortable conversations, the more you do it, the more, you know, you can, it's a, it's a snowball effect. And so, um, you know what to do when you start to feel that because you, you still need to do that, have that conversation. And it's, it's not fair to who you're having it with to stop or to turn it into something else, but to be able to get through it, um, is amazing. Yeah. What tool helps you the most? helps you the most to get through it? Um, Let's see. I've got my good picture I'm looking at that resets me. (laughs) And I know- So the seeing and sensing? Yes. And the feeling my feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, letting them, letting them feel for the 90 seconds. And um, that I would say that one because- what what is 90 seconds and then starts to dissipate and i feel better before this in my mind was forever you know i'm now stuck with this feeling for two days or whatever it is i can i can drag those negative feelings i can let that sit in my stomach forever and to have it have a tool to end that is Mm -hmm. it's it's everything it's great yeah yeah it really and it is yeah it's amazing to know that if we can sit in that fire for 90 seconds with that feeling and have it dissipate rather than it take control of us and really this from the inside out is so um hopeful and and refreshing i think in my own experience oh absolutely yes i agree yeah all right elaine any final words for our listeners today give this a try, you know, be open to it. And um, you'll be amazed at what what you can do and, and how much better you feel and how much better of a leader you are. Yeah, 
That's great. What a great note to end on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Elaine. You're welcome, Jennifer. If you would like to find out how you too can supercharge your leadership with somatic awareness, please schedule a free comprehensive consultation with me by visiting my website at jennifer-zock.com. Again, that's jennifer-zock.com. I can't wait to hear from you.